want to be the best. I want to be the best. Simple as playing. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. What's going on, family? I hope everybody's out there having a blessed day. It's May 17th. It's a beautiful day. It's a nice summer day in Cali. But you know what? That's neither here or there because we worldwide, baby. But just real quick, y'all, I just want to give a big shout-out to our guy Shaba from the Big Shot Pod. Uh, The podcast you guys are going to be listening to in this episode is him. He had us on, me and Justin, as a guest on his podcast. We talked about a bunch of things, man. Uh, Previewed the the conference finals, both East and West. Um, Talked about some some previous rounds. And we recorded this on May 16th, man. Just That's just for some context for you guys, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And let's get into it, man, because you know it's NBA play time baby all right guys so here we are with clutch talk with jay hill and with john how are you guys doing today doing good Good, man man. happy to be here happy to be here awesome so we had some really fun and interesting round two matchups um so let's start with you know the more blockbuster type one which is the bucks and celtics um either one of you whoever wants to start off um, you know, the Bucks lost, so the Celtics move on to the next round. But what did you see here in this uh, in this matchup between the Celtics and the Bucks? Man, I mean, I, I, I just honestly, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off here. I'll talk about the Bucks, man. Honestly, besides the fact that Chris Milton wasn't out there, uh, and and that's that's one of, one of the biggest things, man. I think that the Bucks really just, uh, I, I, as a team, you know, didn't 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 show up. Besides Giannis, I mean, we we talked we talked about it on our on our pod all throughout the season, man. We said it. it Later in the playoffs, Giannis can't just keep having these heroic performances and saving the, and saving the team. Like sh- these shooters need to step up in Grace Nowen, Pat Connaughton, George Hill, and they just didn't. Man, they didn't. I I think out of all those games, uh, Grace Nowen maybe maybe had one good game. Pat Connaughton had another good game, and the rest, man, they just they, they were wide open because the Celtics were just packing the paint for Giannis, building that wall, and all they had to do was just knock down those hard sh- knock down those shots, man, and, and it, they they couldn't they couldn't do that, and that's on that's ultimately what made what made stuff harder for Giannis because you know if if the Celtics are are relying on these shooters to win the game they're just gonna pack the pain man and uh and then I mean let's all let's all not forget about Brooke Lopez and that drop coverage so <laughs> that's a big reason but those are those are some quick things that I, that, that I saw from from the series but um I don't know about you guys you know what when you look at this series and you look at teams and and championship teams and their ability to maintain and keep the same roster. And I look at the Bucks and I look at their deficiencies. You know, John, you mentioned um, the Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez, that drop coverage, Mike Budenholzer, specifically to me, his inability to make adjustments throughout the, the, the series killed the Bucks. But I look at a key piece that the Bucks lost last offseason and that they weren't willing to pay. That player is P.J. Tucker, who they could have used so much in this series, their ability to play small. He was a huge reason to why the Bucs won the championship last year. And Grayson Allen and and Wesley Matthews aren't were not filling the role that he that the huge gaping hole that P.J. Tucker left his ability to play small, his ability to guard match up with a guy like Grant Williams to get 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 some valuable possessions on Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown switch off um, that ability 
was hugely lost and it was a huge and, and visible um, to what the Bucks weren't able to do. Not to mention Chris Middleton, their primary uh, pick and roll ball handler that they, they, they missed in that series. But Grayson Allen was just exploited. Number one, of course, he didn't make shots, but I look at it on the defensive end as well. Um, huge. He, he was giving up so much. Um, and then obviously he wasn't making shots. So it, that's another minus ball player. Wesley Matthews had stretches of good play, but he wasn't getting it done. He's not certainly not feeling what PJ Tucker. So I just look at those little adjustments um, and little pieces that you need to keep on if you're a championship intent. And let's let's not let's not um, forget that that the Bucks had a great season. Yes, but I think it's too early. You know, there's talks about Budenholzer getting getting rid of the, rid of um, getting rid of him, firing him. But I think there was just some small moves, you know, mistakes. And I also look at the Bucks. They gave up a lot to get Drew Drew Holiday, and they got a championship out of it. But they gave up a lot in that trade. Let's not forget that. And then they're drafting. Um, I, I was looking earlier this morning about at their drafting and how the Bucks have drafted. They really haven't nailed a pick since Giannis, um, and, and that's that's deficient. So you build. What do you? What do championship teams do? Especially now, now you build through the draft, and you you try to you try to sign free agents, and you got to retain the guys um, that that helped you, that made you successful, and they weren't able to do that. And I also, real quick, Dante DiVincenzo. I think we we saw that 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 move. Um, I didn't like it right right away when it happened, and I, I especially didn't like it after seeing this series. And Boston just exploited all these uh, mismatches and and uh, misfortunes that the that the Bucks had um, throughout their game plan. Hey, hey, Jay. Honestly, so just, just real quick. That totally forgot about Dante Divincenzo. Honestly, like I like that didn't even cross. Like we, Jay, we have a podcast and we talk about th- th- these teams all the time, and it just totally slipped my mind that he was on this team. Like he could have been so useful in this series. Uh, I mean, the, in this game seven, they the 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 Bucks shooters as a team, as a team here, not one player, as a team went four for thirty three, a ridiculous twelve percent. You know, I think I not I think I know Dante DiVincenzo would have been so useful as being a knockdown shooter, man. I honestly totally forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about it too. So that's a really good pickup there, Jay Hill. Uh but yeah, this was just a really um the Bucks were just limited. You know, they didn't have obviously Chris Middleton, which is huge. I mean, if you go back to last year, they wouldn't have even gone close to the finals without Chris Middleton. Um, But yeah, they just let the Celtics just shoot a ton of threes and the Celtics were happy to do it. Uh, You know, and the Bucks didn't make anything. I mean, shooting 12% from three, that's just wild. Um, Giannis also, he only had eight points in the second half. Um, Let's see. Drew Holiday was 0 for 6 from 3. Grant Williams was 7 for 18 from 3. They allowed Grant Williams to shoot 18 threes. Now, Grant Williams isn't the best three-point shooter, but you can't let a guy have 18 basically wide-open shots. It felt like all of his shots were wide open. Um, Jason Tatum, uh, he was he continues to be incredible. Now, for a second there, for uh, towards the end of that series, I thought that Jason Tatum was going back to being the, you know, old Jason Tatum. I talked to you about it, uh, John, um, how he's not going to be a superstar to me until he gets that consistency. 
And, you know, he was losing that consistency for a bit here in this series, but he got it back. He remembered who he was and, you know, he just dominated. Um, But yeah, he ended with 23.6 rebounds, eight assists. He had 23 points on 14 shots. That's something I like about uh, Jason Tatum. When he's on it, he's very efficient. Um, Jalen Brown had 19 points. Uh, Giannis, he only had 25 points. He did have 20 rebounds and nine assists, um, but he shot 10 for 26. So really good. That's another thing. The Bucks really, they put up a wall for Giannis uh, between Robert Williams, uh, Daniel Tice. um, Who's the other big that, that I'm missing? Al Horford. Al Horford was huge for the Bucks. I mean, this guy is how old? I think he's like 30. I don't even know. 36. And he was killing it. Um, So, yeah, but um, and also the Bucks, they lost despite out rebounding the Celtics uh, 56 to 48, which, you know, the Bucks were the number one rebounding team. So, you know, that was good. Um, but yeah, the sh- the Bucks they only shot 36.7% for the entire uh, game. So yeah, that's just not going to get it done. But, you know, this was just a really um, kind of like another guy that we're seeing in the Western Conference. We're watching a guy here in the Eastern Conference and Jason Tatum, you know, elevate his, uh, his stardom. And, you know, he's getting to be at that very top tier now. So it was definitely... Um, a really fun series to watch. It was really intense. And now the Celtics move on to face the Miami Heat, which we will talk about the matchup later on. Um, is there anything else you guys want to throw in about Buck Celtics? Anything you want to say about Giannis or anything like that? Or are we good to go? No, nah, I mean, I think I, I think the Bucks just, just need to run it back and have, ha, have Chris Middleton there. I mean, I think they're still a championship team. Still got a championship roster. Just need your closer and your best best half court player in Chris Milton. Yep. All right guys, so let's that's the first series. So let's go ahead and do the second series. So we're going to do Warriors and Grizzlies. Um so the Warriors, they got it uh in six games. John Morant was out for the last two games unfortunately due to a bone bruise. Uh John J Hill, whoever wants to take over, what do you guys think of this series and what do you think about the Warriors moving into the next round? Okay, so I was gonna I was gonna let Jay Hill go first since Jay Hill being this the the uh, Dub Nation faithful being a big time Warriors fan. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's all right. So I say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So after that horrendous, ugly performance from Game Five from the Warriors and uh, nobody scored over twenty points, they get out rebounded on both ends. They have the definition. I w- I would consider this probably a definition of a bounce back game in that game in that game six, man. I mean Curry has a 30 point game. Clay has a 29 point game. Andrew Wiggins Andrew Wiggins stepped up and above all man above all like I I, I the Warriors had a good game but I think my boy Kavon Looney was the, the difference maker out there, Kevon Looney and Draymond Green and in the rebounds that they, that, that they got, man. And especially in Kevon Looney, I was looking at this stat and I honestly didn't even believe it at first. I was like, he got 11 offensive rebounds and 11 defensive rebounds. The amount of extra possessions that that is second chance points. That is insane. And that was the, that was, that's what was hurting the Warriors, man. The Warriors uh, uh, were just getting out rebounded almost 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 every game and that, that that was that was really hurting them the Grizzlies were getting a lot of second chance points and that's what that, that's what was, that was hurting the Warriors but they put it they put a big in there Draymond Green stepped up I mean he but besides that game six he's practically like 
not like really not even out there, not being the Draymond Green that we know Draymond Green can be, man. But then he steps up game six has a has a huge game six. And so does Kevon Looney, man. So for that, for, for man, for that, like shout out Kevon Looney. I think that's probably his career high moment in his in his career. And um, and and moving forward, man. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors, um, the, the Warriors got to send a send a send a big a big prayer up to the Lord for letting uh for letting CP3, Devin Booker, and play like butt because now the Warriors get to play the Mavs. And Shaba, I know you're a big Mavs fan, but I think I, I got the Warriors in five on that. And uh, <laughs> moving forward, <laughs> but uh, I, I, uh, I want to hear what you got to say, Shaba, being a Mavs fan. And then, like I mentioned, Jay Hill being the Dub Nation faithful, uh, I want to hear what you guys got to say on that series as well. But that's how I feel about uh, the Grizzly series. Well, right now, let's just cover Warriors Grizz, and then we'll we'll uh, go in depth about the next round, uh, and we'll talk about why the Mavs are gonna beat the Warriors. Um, Jay Hill, did you? Uh, what did you see about this series between the Warriors and the Grizz? Yeah. Um, first of all, I thought this was extremely when I when I saw this series, I just thought it was extremely surprising because of number one the storylines throughout throughout the series. Number one, if you would have told me the, the Grizzlies being one of the best offensive, just pure rebounding teams in, in the game, in the league, um, for the Warriors to win the, win the rebounding battle for the majority of the series, um, four out of six, completely surprising to me. Um, on the other hand, I think this was just an indication throughout the series that the, the Warriors and their inability to, to take care of the ball um, and those glaring deficiencies are we'll get into the next round, but are concerning to me. But I think that that's what majority really led kept the Grizzlies in, in the series and in, in a lot of games, because if you're not able to get full full possessions and, and can take care of the ball and get a number of shots, especially when you have great shooters like the Warriors do, although they only shot the, the ball well in about three of three of the six games. So about half the, the half the series. Um I think that was a huge key and a, a glaring deficiency for, for the Warriors in that series. Um, and then and then you look on the other side. I just saw, saw the relentlessness, the grittiness of the Grizzlies without John Morant, their star, their best player, and then with him. Um, that that their ability to adjust. It's 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 what I saw in that is a it's just a completely different team. You know, all along we know we know the Grizzlies aren't a better team without Ja. But it's almost like with him out of the lineup, um, they they just find a new identity. They know it's not one guy who's going to beat the other team. They just have a lot of guys. Um, they're like a well-oiled machine, similar to the Warriors in their offense. I feel like they're like that. Um, the constant ball movement, guys cutting, guys flashing, Desmond Bain getting looks, Dylan Brooks getting looks, Stephen Adams, his ability in games four and five. Um, to, to just change the, change the um, dynamic of that series with his rebounding, his passing um, from the high post, getting guys in back doors, um, Tyus Jones, his ability to step up. So, I, I mean, I can't really talk much more about this young, hungry Grizzlies team. I think they're the future of the league, to be honest, um, in the Western Conference when I look at it, that team. Um, but then on, on the Warrior, uh, back to the Warriors, I think for them, um, the ability to, to play – small um in this series and still rebounding um we saw andrew wiggins his ability to, to rebound um clay thompson rebounded the ball well as otto porter too i think him being out 
Um, you know, he, he went down in game five, the game they got blown out um, back in back in Memphis. I think he's going to be a key to the next series. But I think throughout this 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 series, we saw his ability to num- number one, stretch the floor, um, attract the defense, um, keep the defense honest, which you don't get from a guy like Draymond Green and Kevon Looney. The defense is respecting them the same as you're respecting a guy like Otto Porter. And then his switchability um, and his weak side defense was crucial um, at, at a majority of the times for the Warriors. So I, I look at those to be keys in the next series. But for this series, I think that was a huge success. And then guys, other guys stepping up. Um, the aggress- the lack of aggressiveness uh, of Stephen Curry in this series was, was concerning, but other guys stepped up. We saw Jordan Poole the first two games of the series, although they only got one, he stepped up. And then later on in the series, Andrew Wiggins had some solid games, was consistent through the majority of the season. He was my X factor, to be honest. He, he, he was a huge reason why the Warriors were able to get out of this in six and a huge reason why they were able to win this series. But then Clay Thompson, obviously, we know what he does in game six. Um, Clay Day, he did his thing, came up big. And then Kevon Looney, his ability on the glass, they matched um, the Grizzlies' presence you know you want you want to put play a big man we're going to play ours and and they were able to do that you fight fire with fire and and they came out on top man but i can't say enough about that young grizzlies team Uh, but the the warriors were able to get it done in six yeah yeah it was really unfortunate that jaw came out you know when everyone or when jaw got injured everyone you know was making the jokes oh well you know now the grizz are gonna win but you know in the playoffs you need this is when you need your superstar. Um, it doesn't matter how good your record was during the regular season without him. It's a completely different story. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, Steph and Clay, they combined for 59 points in that last game. Um, Andrew Wiggins was really big. He, he was really big during the whole series. I think he's going to be really big next series or at least really important. Um, you know, but yeah, the Grizzlies, they're not going to get it done when Dylan Brooks is their, you know, top scorer. You know, he had 30 points. Good for him. Great game. But, you know, he can't be your number one guy. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the Warriors, this was an interesting one to me. The Warriors out-rebounded the Grizz 70-44. to 44. Um, And the Warriors aren't a rebounding team. So, and the Grizzlies are. And, you know, the Warriors just demolished them. Um, like you said, Kevon Looney, 22 rebounds. Uh, but yeah, Steph, he only shot 33% from three, um, in this series. And so that's something to look out for here in this next series. Uh, Jordan Poole has been playing well still. Um, Clay Thompson, huge game six. Um, you know, Clay hasn't been his consistent self, but you know, he has, and he's had some honestly, I don't want to say low IQ, but he has some um, sloppy plays, you know, at the end of games and stuff like that. But, you know, he redeems himself. It, it always seems like when he um, commits an error at the end of the game, he somehow is able to fix it by, you know, doing something that will help the team win. So, so yeah, the, the Warriors are just, you know, that's who they are, the Warriors. Um, but yeah, the Grizzlies are going to be around for a long time with John Moran, with Desmond Bain, with Dylan Brooks, with this young core. They're they're going to be bugging a lot of teams in this Western Conference uh, for a long time. Um, okay, so next up, we're going to go to the game that we had yesterday, and it's going to be game seven between the Mavs 
and the Suns. Uh, I'd like to hear first from you guys, and then I'll go ahead and um, pitch in. But um, John, Jay, who, who wants to go first and talk about this Mavs Sun series? Look, yeah, man, this is a yeah. beatdown. It was a beatdown, man. We this this, this game should've been over at halftime. I, me and Jay Hill, we we're, we're gonna hop on this uh, this other dude's podcast after the. After the Suns, the Suns and Mavs game, game seven, we told him like, "Oh yeah, you know, we'll, we'll hop on after." And then I, I even thought about DMing him at halftime and being like, "You want to just start now because <laughs> this game, this game is over." And I, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I still think, and I, I'm not, in my opinion, I still think the Suns are a better team than the Mavs. I think there was an extremely uncharacteristic game. That was one, and unfortunately, it was a game seven, and that's and that's on CP3 for for messing up. That's on Devin Booker for messing up. That's Jay. I said in my opinion. So so that's that's on CP3 for messing up. That's on Devin Booker, and that's on for it's on DeAndre Ayton. That's on the Stars for in that first half combined combined cp3 and devin booker the two shot makers the two shot takers when it's game seven chaba you just said in the playoffs you need your best players you need your best players there to show up because that's exactly what happened where where was devin booker where was cp there were zero for 11 to combine in that first quarter man i think that is just absolutely horrendous and then what and another thing that i saw that i really was 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 judging cp cp and d book on was the fact that while they were missing they were referring to jay crowder they were letting jay crowder shoot they were let they were, they were letting mikhail bridges shoot they were letting everybody else shoot besides them and i feel like in that moment in that game seven when the altitude is that high you need to show up as the best player and i don't care if you take 50 shots but it, you dev i would rather have devin booker take 50 shots than Jay Crowder take three threes in a row coming down court. Like that's just, that. that's how I feel about it. And CP three, um, un, un, unfortunately, man, we have seen the best of CP three. Uh, father time is undefeated. And my, I know, I know our guy CP three, CP three went vegan was maybe finding out a way to beat father time, but now nah, father time just came out with a clean right hook, knocked him out. And now we got to see, uh, how, how he's going to bounce back. Uh, I definitely am, 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 am interested in that. And then while I'm talking about CP, I just want to throw in there. I don't know what Patrick Beverly's talking about. I don't know if you guys have been seeing that going on around the around the league. Patrick Beverly's kind of hating on CP3. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. They've but, always um, had history. Man, I don't know what I don't know what Patrick Beverly is tripping on, man. That's a legendary point guard, but who didn't put who didn't come up game seven, man. But doesn't I, I don't think that one game is gonna, you know, tarnish his entire career that he that he he has set out there. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, credit to the Dallas Mavericks um, down 2-0 to win four or five against the, the team with the best record in the NBA. Can't take enough away from, from, the, the, um, the, from the Dallas Mavericks. Just a great adjustments made by Jason Kidd through, throughout that series um, to, to for, make CP3 a 37-year-old, 36, I don't know turned it's like he aged three three years over 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 uh overnight but man um to put luca attack consistently attack him throughout the series what a great game plan uh implemented by jason kidd honestly what i saw from from the the mavericks in this series really scares me as a warrior fan i think it's a bad matchup i saw all along you know we won't get into this but i think that, that it's a better it's a worse 
the Suns were a better matchup for the Warriors than the Mavericks. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, but when I see when I see the 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 adjustments that the the Suns made, um, they didn't really any make any. Honestly, they tried to put the ball in in um, DeAndre Ayton's hands. I don't know if he's going to be a Suns son next year. Um, that's a question mark to me. But he couldn't get it done, and we saw the falling out. He there was talks of him and uh, Monty Williams getting into it after the game. But it seems like whenever they put the ball into them um, in, in game in, in game seven, he didn't want it. You know, there's there's a play that sticks out to me um, against Jalen Brunson, and I thought mm-hmm. you, you look back at the film, you think, oh, Jabba, you might might remember seeing this. You think he's going to turn around and, and dunk it on him? No, he didn't because DeAndre Ayton hasn't been making those plays throughout his career. And it was another case of that um, we saw last night. And to be, let's be honest, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, John, I know you, you, and you included thought the Suns were the best team in the West, but to be down 30 at home Still in are. game seven, it's one you can't be, con- you, you, you can't, you, you can't be considered, you can't be, you can't be considered. The so you're, best ba- team so you're, the ba- you're, you're basing one game on an entire season on an entire season. You're basing hey, you, one game on an entire season. You All play right. seven, you play seven game series. Last I checked. You have, you yeah, have four, yeah, but you have you, seven yeah, but you're going you to base a whole season. You're hey, going to base a whole season. You, 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 on you one had your game. chance to talk. You had your chance you're, to talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But you're going to base a whole season on one game. Come on, bro. Hey, come on, bro. Last, last time I checked, you have set, you have four, four opportunities. you have seven opportunities to win four games and the Suns didn't get it done. And they lost by 37 at home. Uncharacteristic game game. is an uncharacteristic game. I'm taking the facts. At the the bottom of everyone's hearts, everyone knows the fact that it was an uncharacteristic game. The Suns throughout the entire season led all, almost all uh, 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 offensive units, all the defensive units did all of that, except they had one uncharacteristic game and it happened to be game seven. Do I do, did they mess up? They fumbled the bag big time because they had an uncharacteristic game in the worst possible game to, to, to have, but that doesn't take away the fact that in, Again, maybe if you don't agree, then you don't agree. But in my opinion, and I would say in the majority of other people's opinions, when you look at the numbers, they're still the best team. They're still the best team in the league. But next year, I don't know if that's going to be the case because now we're going to have a 38-year-old CP3. And we just seen what DeAndre Aiden does when when it comes down to it, man. But I'm just saying, for this year, I still have the best team. And, and, and you had your chance to talk. I'm going to talk now. And to answer your question, Shaba, what I saw in this series, I saw a team, the so-called team, who's that had the best record, in, that's a fact, in the regular season, in the regular season, had seven, seven opportunities to win four games, didn't get it done, lost by 37 at home. Um, after I saw a motivated, in my opinion, who's been the best player in the series, and Luka Doncic absolutely take over this damn series. He says, Devin Booker, you want to talk about the Luca special treatment? Well, let me give you the Luca special treatment. And he t- absolutely took over this series. And in that first quarter, I, mind you, I looked at the faces of that Suns team. I looked at the faces of that, that crowd, and, and they had no answer for what Luka Doncic did to that club. And, man, that was inspiring. Performance. I, 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 that, that, honestly, from Game 7 performances, number one, um, from, the, from the Suns' point of view, that arguably, you know, maybe maybe it's prisoner of the moment for me, but I think that was arguably one of the worst losses for the circumstances of the team and my, and I've ever seen um, in the NBA NBA history. 
Um, and on the other side, from Luka Doncic, my goodness, man, um, for all the criticism and, and, and all the talking, I hear it, Patrick Beverly, throughout the season, the Suns have been talking big, 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 big. And Luka absolutely shut him up, man. Um, let, let, and like I always say, the, the snake, the head of the snake, the body will follow. Um, and that's what the, the Mavericks did. Um, they saw their leader going after it, going to war, going to battle. And, and the rest of the Mavericks saw that and they 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 followed suit, man. And and the Suns really had no answer and they were just blitzed and had they were punched, hit with the best punch and they had no no counter, man. And um, and and they credit to them. They took care of business the first two games. Um Shaba and John, and then and then they just had no answer. The the four the four out of five games after that, man. And uh, credit to the Mavericks team. This is a dangerous team, and not to be taken lightly in this next round by the Warriors. Okay, so the Mavs. I told you, John. I told you that this was did, a different team. Okay, <laughs> this is uh, Jason Kidd has done an incredible job. Our defense has been outsta- outstanding. Those first two games, I don't know what happened. Um, I think it was just, you know, no experience. You know, we were young. We were, you know, um, nervous. Uh, and, you know, a lot of these guys hadn't been out of the first round. Um, so going to get up against Phoenix in Phoenix, those first two games obviously didn't go as planned. But after that, you know, Luca and Brunson, both of them really figured it out that, you know, they just need to be really physical with Chris Paul. Um, like Jay Hill said, you got to pick him up just full court. Uh, whenever you're defending him, you got to be in his face. And then, you know, on offense, you just got to get the switches until you get Chris Paul and you just got to back him down in the post and, you know, tire him out. Um, so, but this isn't any, this isn't new for Chris Paul. You know, he's used to blowing leads. You know, he, he's lost, he's like 0 for 5 on game sevens. Um, or no, I'm sorry. He's, he's lost four straight game sevens, Chris Paul has. Um, but yeah, Luca, Luca was incredible. Um, he had 35 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, two steals, six threes. And he really didn't even play the fourth quarter. Dinwiddie was fantastic. He had, been awful all series really all playoffs long he's been really bad um but in the last game in game six and in game seven he just came in clutch I mean he couldn't have come at a better time Brunson you know he didn't have his big you know series like in Utah but he was consistent you know except for those first two games uh Brunson had at least 18 points in every game after that um but look Chris Paul and Devin Booker this whole Suns team, really, they were so cocky for a team who hadn't won a damn thing. They went to the Devin. This is Devin Booker's second Facts. playoff appearance ever. His Facts. second playoffs. And he's acting like he's Kobe or like, get out of here. So so I love that. And I love that they chose to clown Luca of all people. Um, and Luca just Facts. straight straight up embarrassed them, um, you know. Let's see here. Um, Chris Paul and Booker combined for 21 points. They combined for four rebounds, combined for six assists. Um, you know, this Suns team, they look like the pre-Chris Paul Suns. That's, they look like the Suns led by Devin Booker when Devin Booker was asked to be the number one guy. This is Devin Booker. This is who Devin Booker really is. So I'm going to go ahead and ask John 
now because last episode he was asking me now do you think you were wrong about saying you know Devin Booker bro bro come on do you still think that Devin Booker is a superstar that you can count on that you can count on Shaba, stop, bro. Come on. Be right. I understand you're a Mavs fan and you have a little bit of emotion into this, but just be logical for a second. You're trying to tell me Devin Booker isn't a superstar. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You are you are lying to yourself. And I know you say like, oh, this looked like the pre Suns before Chris Paul. Do you realize that this Suns team was different before Chris Paul got there? Like you realize that basketball is played five on five, right? Like it's not a, a one on. It's not Devin Booker versus the other team. Like I get it. You may not like the guy. I get it. He's annoying. He cries a lot. Yeah, I've never heard anyone cry in the summer about a double team. Yeah, I get it. He complains. He's he, he's annoying. But just like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving might be the most annoying person to touch face of this God's green, beautiful earth. But he can ball out. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to take our biases aside and look at what yeah, he's so doing can on the Lou court. This game seven. Game seven. Game. Game okay, Lou Williams not a superstar though. But no, I'm saying you know scoring I'm saying? wise, you know, okay, he can but, score uh, but, two, but he can't lead a team. Okay, but I, Devin Booker is head and heels above Lou Williams, and I hope you have that as well. Because if you don't, I might just log out right now. Because come on, bro, like you, you're trying to tell me you don't think Devin Booker is a superstar. Jay, you, you take 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 the Warriors by his superstar. Is this a Warriors superstar? give my my answer to you shaba and and this and this series changed things for me devin booker great player star absolutely star but when i think of tears and i think of jason tatum's lebron james uh kevin durant luka Doncic, um i'm I'm thinking of some some other stars but when i think of those top level top tier top one stars guys who who in game seven, yes, Devin Booker had a solid series. He didn't show up. Obviously, one of the worst games of his career, bad time to do it in game seven. But when I think of those players, guys who can get their superstars, who can rise above players and get their own shots, I, I can't really think of, of, of Devin Booker on that level yet. I think of him more as a Clay Thompson. He's a star. He's a star. Superstar. I'm not ready ready to say it. Let's think of him more as a Clay Thompson level without the rings right now. I think that's more of a fair comparison uh, for for Devin Booker at this level. And Clay's got more rings and, and more accolades to himself. To be honest, let's keep it a buck. He hasn't scored seventy, but he's damn near scored pretty close. I think he's a star. Um, I can't really say superstar after it. Superstars don't go three for fourteen in a game seven. Yeah. And there you go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll let you. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just, I was just going to simply add the fact that. So I, I, I understand that. I understand that that viewpoint. And I actually think we talked about this, Jay. Me, you, and Jenner. Um, we talked about this a couple a, a while a while back. And I don't remember what I don't remember what you what you had said. But me and Jenner, we have both we have both the, the decided and both kind of came to the decision that out of the yes, Devin Booker is not uh, uh, all those players you listed and, and Tatum and LeBron and and the Currys and. Lucas, yes, I agree. He's not there, but I think he is above all the stars. Stars would be John Morant. Stars would be Donovan Mitchell. Stars would be th- those guys would be stars. And I think Devin Booker is above those guys. So he is the last tier of a superstar in my book. Well, is he on Tatum's level? No. Is he on? Is of course I'm not even going to bring up LeBron's. I'm not going to bring up KD, Curry, uh, those type of players. Oh, those are the, the the once in a generational time talents. But I think Devin Booker is definitely in that superstar category. Maybe the last one to make that cut. But 
I just think I, I, I look, Shaba, I get it, man. I get you don't like it's, the guy, but John, <laughs> I'm talking about John. this on court play. What? Shaba, I don't know if you agree. When I think of superstars, I think of it top five or top 10 players. Devin Booker's not definitely not a top five player. And de- I, after this performance and after what I've seen so far, he's not a top 10 player, even before name me, the playoffs. Name me 10 players. He's name, not a name top me 10, 10 players. Name me 10 players. Oh, before Devin Booker. Yeah, go ahead. Name, name, me t- name, me ten, name me 10 players. I'll take before Devin Booker. Giannis, Luca, Steph, uh, LeBron, uh, Jokic, Embiid. Uh, you got, uh, hold on. I'm trying to think of. Who else is in Kawhi? I put Kawhi over him. Uh, Kawhi, I take Paul say George. Paul George. Paul George. I said him, bruh, bruh. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. Come that's, 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 that's still, that's still, take, that's still, that's still would, only eight. I would that's take still Jim, only eight. I would take Jimmy Butler over. Bruce. I would take Stop, Jimmy stop it! You yeah. guys are lying to yourselves. All right, that's no funny. way. You guys want to lie to yourself? You would not take Jimmy Butler over Devin Booker. Bro. I wouldn't. And I know you wouldn't. I would in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, on, I man. Look, come on, I, man. I, I like I like what Jay Hill said comparing him to Clay because you know what? Booker is not a number one option. He's not. He's shown that to us in his first six years in his career. And then now he just showed that showed that to us just now. You know, okay, Chris Paul, he's sucking. It's time for you to step up. And he gives you what was it, eleven points in a game seven? I mean, look, for if you want to talk smack and make jokes about the Luca special. Ever since he made the Luca special, Devin Booker recorded only 30 points since making that joke about the Luca special. Luca had 68. That's the difference. That's the difference right there between yes, a Luka superstar, is a superstar. And, and yes, Luca Dungeons That's never been in question though. And, and, and let's, uh, let's be real when we look at the landscape of, of that Suns team. Pop Pops Pops was Chris Paul. The the leader of that team was Chris Paul. Yes, he's they, I, think, I think the Suns. I think the Suns did follow Devin Booker, but he followed Chris Paul. And when when he wasn't on, we saw that Devin Booker didn't show up. So I can't expect a superstar's got to take over in Game Seven. And, and and Devin Booker didn't do that. He relied on Chris Paul, and Chris Paul didn't even show up until maybe the fourth quarter when they they were down by forty, my man. And I, I just can't expect that of a, of a superstar, John. I'm not ready to say a superstar. Um, is going to show up like that. Yes, I might be a prisoner of the moment, but the, there's a body of work as well where doesn't doesn't point to Devin Booker being in that elite top 10 level to this point. I, I do. Can he get there? Maybe. But right now, no, he's not there. And and this isn't Booker's third year or fourth year. This is his seventh, eighth year or something like that. So, you know, he doesn't get that pass. He, those first when he was the number one option in Phoenix, and he led his team to the lottery every time. That was his chance to, you know, get all these bad games out the way. Once he decided he was a superstar, he can't have games like this. And he he blew it. And, you know, Luca wiped the floor with him and Chris Paul at the same time. So, you know, Booker just isn't there yet. And I don't think he ever will be a superstar. I don't think he can ever lead a team himself. Um, but that's just me. I mean... Look, Devin Booker, your superstar. Hold on, where where to go? Your superstar. The last seven fourth quarters combined, he had twenty two points. Let me hold on, hold on, Shabba, hold on, Shabba. hold on. Hold that on. is not my superstar. I am just, I, am, I know, I am just I not gonna sit here and listen to blasphemy. That's all I'm saying. That's not my superstar. Devin Booker is so annoying. I agree. 
But I'm not talking about his annoyance. I'm talking about his play on the court between those lines. He is a superstar in my opinion. But well, talk to me. Go ahead. Keep going. In the last seven fourth quarters in this series, Demi Booker had combined 22 points, four assists, 11 turnovers. Is that what a superstar does? I think I think that's that's what someone who has a bad, uncharacteristic game, a terribly uncharacteristic game, fell off, and that was that the worst time to happen. You say throughout the series, Shaba? Is that what you said throughout the series? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-two points and eleven turnovers. That's not what a superstar. And, Twenty-two points and eleven yeah. turnovers. That's yeah. Not in what the a superstar does in the last seven fourth quarters. So each basically in the seven games. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I, hey, hey, look. My opinion, and I'm still holding strong, Devin Booker's a superstar. He's about to get paid because he's about to get a selected to the first-team All-NBA. That's but Even though you – that's that's a blasphemy. You don't even have him third on All-NBA. Like, that's a little ridiculous. Like, I said maybe on. third, maybe. <laughs> come on, man. Like, that's like that, That's a little I ridiculous. Ha- I have him and as I think All-NBA, this... but I don't think he's a star, superstar. I think he's a star. There's nothing wrong so with who, that. Who, who, who else would – you would have him in, in, in where All-NBA, first, second, or third? I haven't I haven't looked at the rankings like that. I think mm-hmm. he's definitely deserving of, of top two. Interesting. He was on the best team. He was on the best team in the regular season, but definitely not in, in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, you know that best, Jay. That 73 and 19 that choked in the playoffs. They the regular season champs. Hey, the 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 Suns, Java, the Suns have played what four four healthy teams and uh they've they've played what two they beat two healthy teams, I believe. They've lost lost the four. Yep. Um, arguably, yes. I, I think they still would have won that Lakers series um, if, if they were fully healthy. I just think the Suns were a better team than the Lakers in that series, and it was clear for a majority of that. But they still haven't beaten healthy teams. We saw what they did against when they played healthy teams, and they've lost to the Bucks and, and the, the Mavericks. And- you know, I'm actually really glad you brought that up, Jay Hill, because not only do I not think Devin Booker's a superstar. I thought that last year the whole Suns thing was a fluke. Every single team they played, their either best or second best player was out. So now, you know, they've beaten injured teams and, you know, they went to the finals and now this year they're all cocky because they beat, you know, B team and C team players. It's, you know, there's levels and they're skipping a couple levels (laughs) to act that way. Let me let me let me ask you something. First, well, first, Jay, do you so you think that last last season was a fluke? Uh, last season's run, getting well, yeah, to the le- finals, le- getting, le- to, getting the finals. to the finals. Do you think you think that was a fluke? I I can't say get any finals runs a fluke. I think there was definitely some. They didn't play healthy teams. There was there that that's a fact. They didn't play teams at their full strength. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can't. I'm not going to go as far as to say a fluke. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because, yeah, because, yeah. because yeah, I'm th- throughout this throughout all season, this season we've been talking about the Suns, and I've asked you that. You've always you've always given credit, man. You've always said, no, nah, that was not a that was that was not a fluke, and 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 I agree with you. That was not a fluke because, like how you say, you play who's in front of you. Like, what do you want them to do, Shaba? You want to be like, no, 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 no. We're we're not gonna play until until they're fully healthy. Like, come on, bro. Like, I think that argument is so like, no, no, no. I I, I, I get it. I, I get agree. it. I get it. What? But you got to play who's in front of yeah. you. you I'm talking about, who's in front of you. I'm talking about the cockiness. That's mm-hmm. that when but I bring I, things I think, around. I think the that's, cockiness that's came from. I, mean. I think the cockiness came from that ridiculous runner they went on in the reg in the regular season, and really by like head over heels being the number one seed. Like think of like ten games over the the, the second seed. I think that's it, where they got their cockiness from. And I mean, it, so you got to be confident on the court, bro. 
Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I'm glad you brought up. Um, yeah, you play who's in front of you. Yes, there's there's fortune. There, there's some bad injuries that you play throughout. But I'm glad you brought in up the, the Golden State Warriors and their 73, their 73 and nine um, failure to win the champ. But they made it all the way to the title. Let's not. And they lost in game seven. The Suns Choked. lost in the second yeah. round of game Agreed. seven. No, and I, I, I don't. I can never. I can never say. I can. I can never say making it uh, the best number one, the best regular season record of all time. Let's not forget that. Um, probably the second best regular awesome season. Playoffs. Probably the be- second best team of all time. Yes, they didn't get it on the finals, but I can't say losing in the can't finals. Can't be the best the team. You can't win the A. Hey, you can't. I can't. Hey, let me let me finish. Let me let me finish. Losing in the championship is not a choke to me. Yes, the, nah, yes, three, they, one? Did, they did three, fumble one? away a three-one lead, but I will say getting out of the NBA second history. round is inexcusable, and losing by thirty-seven at home you in the lost second three, round one. The That's the only team is to a ever choke lose job. In the, is a choke the, job. If you want the, to talk the about the only team job. to ever the only team to ever lose a three-one lead is the Golden State Warriors, the team that the regular season champions, seventy-three and nine team. Corey, you're a regular season champions. While I agree that seventy-three and nine team is better than this Suns team, and I'm not comparing it. All I'm saying is where you know you talked about the Suns being regular. The season champions this year yes you know best because the warriors are regular season champions they had that seven three and nine season they won the west Hooray, though. they Hooray. won the western conference do you do you so want I, do you, I, do you I want that western conference banner here. do you want that no i'm not i'm, I'm saying if you're not going to win it all what are you doing if you're not going to win it all but and they choked it they had a 3-1 lead only team in nba history look jay i'm not comparing the sun's team to that seven three nine warriors team i think that seven three nine warriors well, what, team what are you, what are you bringing them up better. for I'm, I'm confused no i no i i because you talked about the suns being regular season champion and you are a warriors fan and i'm saying you know best of regular season champions that's what but the i'm warriors confused are, about you know? what you're bringing what's the point what's the point uh, of you again i did you not did you not just hear what i just said i just i just told you I just told you, you brought you brought up the Suns being regular season champions. And I told you, you can relate best to them because that's what the Warriors are. 73-9, choked the 3-1 lead. Mind you, only team in NBA history to do that. Any, anyways, my, my point, Shaba, I'll just I'll just get that out. You bringing up 73 irrelevant seasons. I'm saying to be the best to, to be the, the the regular season champion. We're talking about this season. I don't care about what happened six years, seven years ago bringing up my my the the golden state warriors i get that maybe it's a little pressure point for you but anyways no one's pressed about that i'm talking about this season we're talking about this season this this past series with the phoenix suns and the dallas mavericks i saw luka Doncic annihilate shut up the phoenix suns the best who had the best record and lose by 37 in game seven that's all i gotta say i'm done talking about this series man yeah Doncic, star and also, um, let me give some credit also, because when people are talking about the series, it's all about, oh, the Suns choked or, oh, the Suns didn't do this. Or how about we give the Mavs some damn credit? They nice. are a really good defensive team, and they just put the clamps on Chris Paul. And shout out to Frank Nilakina from the Knicks yes. who came over to the Mavs. He really, yes. really defended Devin Booker. Extremely well. And I think that Frank Delacchino is maybe the reason why things tipped in the Mavs favor, because once they put him in, I think it was starting game three or four uh, where they started playing uh, Delacchino. That's when he really was putting, you know, having that great defense on Chris Paul and um, Devin Booker. Chris Paul, Chris Paul, since turning 37, so the last five games of the series, 
He had a total of 27 assists, 22 turnovers, 20 fouls, and just 17 baskets. That's not just him getting his talent taken from the Monstars. That's, you know, the Mavericks putting in some work. Um, But, yeah, so the next series is going to be really good between the Warriors and the Mavs. We're about to talk about that. Uh, But real quick, um, does anyone have anything else to say about the Mavs series? No. Okay. So real quick, let's just cover Philly and uh, the Miami Heat. So um, James Harden, another pretty much no show. Uh, Joel Embiid, he he was banged up, but he tried to play. He did play and he got at least like 20 points, I think. Um, But Jay Hill, John, what did you guys think of the Philly Heat series? Were there any surprises or is this pretty much how you expected things to go? Feel bad for Joel Embiid, man. That's it. That's it. I just feel I just feel bad for Joel Embiid. He had to deal with the the prima donna Ben Simmons earlier in the season, and then he thinks he's getting Houston James James Harden, and then he he gets overweight, lazy, and not 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 aggressive enough. James Harden, who is allowing Tobias Harris and, and Tyrese Maxey throughout the series to take more shots than than uh, than, than him in in a in a winner go home game. Uh, you take two shots i believe i believe it was two shots in the second half uh and 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 that's just upsetting man because joel Embiid was out there on a fractured face concussion and a fractured right shooting thumb and, and he just was out there by himself man and I, I really i really feel bad for him and we 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 me me and jay hill we we hopped on another podcast and we were talking about the fact that like man can he ever get a ring like can can, can joel Embiid ever get a ring in philly and Man, for me personally, the answer is he, he's, he's going to need somebody else because that team definitely isn't enough, man. James Harden as your number two option isn't enough anymore. Like he's just – we've seen the best of James Harden. There's no more Houston, no more OKC James Harden. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, we look at the process. It's 2014, haven't made it Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and that's glaring. That's glaring to me. Wow. Um, that's concerning. Uh, you, 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 you're one of the big, best big men in the league. They build around you. They've made all these moves, you know, um, to put you in a position to win. I don't know if it's coaching, um, what it is, but, but at, at a certain point, um, Joel and B's got the look and see, can I win with what's around me? Right. You know, I, and I, we talked about it a lot. I talked about it last night. I think Ty, Tyrese Maxey's a little bit of a glimmer of hope. But other than that, you know, James Harden's not getting any younger. John and I already said that, um, Shaba, we already said that, that we don't see him getting any better. We've seen the best of James Harden. Um, he's only going to get worse, I think, ultimately. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be a career resurgence next year. So you look at this, this Philly team, I, I don't really know where you go from here. you got to maybe look up some additions. What are you going to do with Tobias Harris? Are you going to look to offload him and get some more pieces? But it's win Mal mode. Um, we talk all about all the time about that championship window. You're Joel Embiid. What do you got to do? You got James Harden, one of the most prolific scorers of all time. I think he's going to want to stay on. And I, I mean, I'd be shocked if he didn't he didn't um, use his extension because um, he's going to get paid. But uh, I, I don't really know if you go like Miami. To their credit, they they. They, they got down, you know, after that game four, um, Philly evens it up. And then they took care of business. They made their adjustments in games four and five. Um, they made other guys beat them. And, and Philly just didn't have the answers. They didn't have the weapons um, to compete in this series. 
I think we we saw, you know, Philly, I think their best game was game three, but then we saw a heroic performance from, from James Harden to even up the series. And that just can't be replicated. Because like I said, like that, that kind of performance is, is maybe a handful of times that we're going to see from James Harden. I think those days are past him. And uh, that, that's just the series. But I will say this, this Heat team is not to be, to be slept on in this next series. Um, and which we'll get into, but those are, those are my, uh, my quick, quick initial thoughts there. Yeah. Um, and just to make a note, um, I can't remember if it was you or John who said it, but you know, the process, there's not much to show for it. Fun fact, the Kings have made the conference finals more recently than the Sixers. So, you know the process it's taking a little longer than than expected um but yeah I mean um Joel Embiid I I can't help but feel bad for him this guy we talked about in the last episode John how he has this label of injury prone but he seems to try and fight through any injury he has and especially here he had a concussion orbital fracture he had a broken thumb Uh, I mean, this guy, he's given it his all. And to see a guy like Joel Embiid give it his all, and then you look next to him and a guy like James Harden, who honestly, I don't even know if he cares. You know, if he's really, is he really that interested in winning a ring? Obviously, everyone wants to win, win a ring. But is James Harden willing to put in the extra work, the extra determination? Is he willing to do that? Or is he happy to just get his numbers get his money. I think that's really what the problem is with James Harden. Um, and also, if I was Philadelphia, I would be really nervous this offseason because James Harden is looking for an extension and he is going to, if he does get an extension, he's going to be making $270 million. Um, and at the age of 37, he's going to be making around 60, $68 million if he does sign that extension. So that is really scary. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Sixers, they just didn't have enough. Um, you know, really this trade for Harden and Ben Simmons was a complete catastrophe on all ends. Um, you know, they did get rid of Ben Simmons, but, you know, they got a a hobbled James Harden, who we don't know if he's injured or if it's just father time. Um, But they also forgot, they also lost Seth Curry, who was huge for the Sixers. I think that he was probably the best player um, playing next to Embiid in regards to, you know, teammates that can play well with Embiid. I think that Curry was great uh, next to Joel. So it's unfortunate that they lost that. Um, but yeah, the heat, they, their defense is just too much for the Sixers. The Sixers just didn't have enough firepower. Um, and the heat, they just demolished them. Um, so yeah, so the Miami heat, they will be moving on to face the Celtics. Um, so that's it for that series. So now we're going to do, uh, the preview for both, um, conference finals, um, between the heat and the Celtics, and the Mavs, and the Warriors. Um, All right, guys, so now let's go ahead and preview the two series left here in the playoffs. So the first one, we're going to cover the Celtics and the Heat. So this is going to be a defensive battle, really. I mean, this is is really going to be a tough one for both teams. Um, John, Jay Hill, whichever one of you wants to take over first, what do you uh, expect for this series and 
who do you predict winning it? I look at I look at this series and 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 Jay and I talked about it yesterday, and and, and we we both agreed um, that this series is going to come down to, to playmaking. We know both teams um, switch. We know both teams are going to lock in on on each other's best players. Um, it's going to be an isolation battle. But when I when I see and I look at the Celtics, they just have more weapons. Yes, the 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 Heat are are defensive minded. The Celtics are defensive minded. Both top defensive teams in the league. But I look at Jason Tatum, obviously Jalen uh, Brown. Both can get it done. But then I look at their development and their playmaking. And and before the knock on them was, you know, they got up to that sixteen and nineteen start, and arguably one of the best turnarounds. If they go on to win the, the NBA Finals, that that I mean, I don't. That's the most historic turnaround we've probably ever seen um but 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 not to get that far in front I just think when I look at the Celtics teams I look at the other players the supporting cast I think I look at they're going to be a lot of times where it's going to be three on four they're going to have the advantage right because Boston's going to or excuse me Miami's going to force them to make plays the other guys make plays we've seen Peyton Pritchard you know we saw what he did late in in that game He, he got it done Al Horford got it done. He took over that game four, I believe it was. Um, made I, I didn't, you know, Jason Tatum scored 34 point, uh, 32 or 30-something points that game, but I didn't believe he played particularly well there. J, J, Al Horford made, it, made him look good. He ultimately won the game and was the huge deciding factor. You look at game seven. Yes, Jason Tatum came up big, but so did Grant Williams, another guy who stepped up, another weapon that they have. And then Robert Williams, I think, is going to be the X factor more so, you know, than he wasn't able to. He was healthy in and out of the, the lineup um, against the Bucks. But I think Robert Williams is going to be key, um, especially defensively and offensively, him as a lob threat. Um, Robert Williams is going to be a key factor and just another w- w- uh, weapon for them to utilize, not only on the defensive end, because we know what he can bring there. Um and then Derek, uh, Derek White, one of the big reasons is he's not a true point guard. Um, and that was one of the things we talked about on yesterday, uh, podcast post game after that Phoenix game. He's not a true point guard, but one of the reasons they brought him in, he can score it. He hasn't been shooting it well throughout these playoffs, but he can get down when he's most effective. You notice that shot's not falling. He can get down the lane and make plays as well. So another playmaker. And let's not forget the X factor of all X factors, the defensive player of the year, but who can also get it done sometimes when he's not forcing and being reckless offensively. And that's Marcus smart. So Boston's got a lot of weapons um, at their disposal, but I also think of Grant Williams and his matchup with Bam out of bio, you know, they have history, they go back and forth. Um, but, but I think sometimes Bam out of bio backs down and I think Bam out of bio out of all, all these players, he's going to be a key factor. Look at talk about X factors for the Heat. I think they're going to need to step back. He's going to need to step up. They're going to be successful. We know Jimmy Butler. He's not afraid of the moment. I expect a big Tyler Hero needs to make plays. But I just look at the supporting cast. You know, Duncan Robinson, he's going to be played off the floor. We saw he couldn't, he couldn't stay on the floor against Philly. He was played off the floor because his li- he's such a liability defensively. But if he can stay on the floor, his ability to knock down shots – will be key as well. And then Kyle Lowry, I think that's a huge loss. He's already ruled out for tomorrow night um, whenever this episode is released. But 
I just think that that's a huge, that's a loss, although they've been playing out. Gabe Vincent has stepped up, but I think those players, it's going to be battle of the role players. Stars are going to get it done. Both teams are going to force the role players to get it, to, to, to make plays. And I just think Boston, you know, long story short, has more weapons at their disposal now. Man, hey, I could not have said that any, any better. I absolutely agree with everything Jay said, man. I think that, um, uh, like how Jay talked about, the, the offensive players, the main guys, the Tatums, the Butlers, the Browns, they're, I'm not saying they're going to get shut down, but the, but the Heat's going to be focusing on Tatum and Brown, and the Celtics are going to be focusing on, on, on Butler, on Bam, on these main contributors. And so, like how Jay said, it's going to fall to these role players. And just simply time after time, we've seen the Celtics role players show up and show up and show up and – for the Heat, I'm not saying that we haven't seen those we haven't seen those players at all. I mean, we they have Tyler Hero on the bench, six man of the year. They have all of that. But when 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 you when you ask me, John, how confident do you feel on picking the Heat to win uh based on Tyler Hero and these role players playing against the number one defense in, since 2022? Uh I don't feel I don't feel too I just don't feel too good about that, man. And I and I also and I also think that simply um when we talked about earlier when we when we were mentioning game sevens, game seven stars show up man watch out i'm gonna score and that's it and they got more than that yeah and and to add on to the to, to both of our points shaba let's not forget the the celtics just went up against two arguably two of the best players in the league and kevin man. durant sweep and Giannis antecupo and having that confidence going into man. this series of guarding two of the most dynamic players in their own unique ways kd can kill you on the perimeter can also slice the lane and then Giannis just being a paint beast i think you got all the confidence of the world if you're the celtics going into the series and guarding yes the, the heat have weapons but they don't have kevin durant and they damn sure don't have Giannis. <laughs> i didn't even think about that jay that's a great point jay they, they have they have the most confidence in the world right now i don't even think about that jay that's a great point yeah, yeah, J.O., that's a really great point. Uh, Jason Tatum's confidence has got to be through the roof right now. Uh, really, the whole team. I mean, the Nets, they weren't really that big of a, you know, opponent. But, you know, when you look at it as, you know, you're going up against KD and Kyrie, that's a different story. Uh, and then this last series, obviously, you know, eliminating Giannis, who's the best player in the league right now. Um but yeah, I mean, like I said, the Heat Warriors, it's all going to be uh, Heat Warriors. The Heat and Celtics, it's all going to be about defense. Um, and the Celtics, they played in Miami just one time this season. And um, it was against a fully healthy Miami team. And Boston won 95-78. So, you know, it was pretty, pretty decided. You know, the Celtics, I think they have all the momentum right now. Um, but the biggest thing is, you know, going to be that heat defense, um, Jimmy buckets, because Jimmy Butler right now is balling here in these playoffs. Um, you know, this is going to be a tough matchup, really low scoring series. Um, and you know, the Celtics, 
in the year 2022, they were the best defensive team. They were the hottest team along with the Mavericks. Uh, I mean, they're almost parallel in how they played here in 2022 and how they're advancing and how good they're being. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Celtics heats, the Celtics heat, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that the Celtics pull it out. Uh, I really think that it was the Eastern conference was decided in this last series between the Bucks and um, the Celtics, but I just don't see the heat getting there you know the number one thing for the heat is health and they're already going into the series not healthy with Kyle Lowry out um you know we know how sporadic Bam Adebayo can be with his injuries um you know so at the end of the day are they going to have enough guys on the court to compete with the Celtics um but yeah I'm going to go ahead and say the Celtics take this in six games um did you guys give your predictions I I also I, I second that. I think I think Miami has a good chance and good opportunity to steal game one. Um, and I know I sell steal because I think that it's almost that much of an advantage um, to steal game one on a short rest for, for Boston coming on tomorrow night tomorrow night. And then I think they have the opportunity to maybe get game five. But I think I think the safe bet here is uh, is Boston in, in six. I was I was leaning a little bit towards five. But I'm gonna give Miami and, and their their pedigree, their championship pedigree, and I'm gonna give them um, two games to get off Boston. But I'm gonna see, say Boston in six. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know if this is a thing people say. I'm a third bet, but uh, I'm right there with both of you guys, and I got Boston in six as well. Okay, so it's it's all Boston on our end. Um, okay, and the last one finally, it's gonna be. Jay Hills Warriors against my Mavericks. Um, let's let's start from a neutral standpoint. So, John, looking at the Mavericks and Warriors um, conference final, what what do you see happening? What do you predict? Talk to me. I predict I predict the Warriors winning. The Warriors winning in five and. The, and I'm not even trying to count out the Mavericks. I'm not even trying to know, disrespect the Mavericks. But I think simply what this what this is going to come down to is I think experience, man. I mean, I talked about it. Uh, I talked about it on on the last on the last pod. I said uh, when when Curry came out with that statement uh, after they had that bad game five, and he said that the, the, the Grizzlies are a really young team. They don't really know what the Warriors could do because. The, Yes, the other Warriors players don't have experience, but the top three players, the, the guys who are running the team, and like how Jay said, head of the head of the body, the head of, if the head of the body does, the the rest of the body will follow, and they're setting an example in Draymond and Clay and Curry and multiple champions, Curry Hall of Famer, Clay and all that, probably even Draymond to be honest, but. Um, I and and I and I didn't believe it at first. I was like, I don't know if they're really gonna, do they really got a whole another gear? And they showed it in Game Six. They genuinely do have another gear. And I think that other gear, all that simply was, was experience. We've been here before. We're not scared of the moment. The light, the, uh, the lights aren't too bright. So I think that that is going to be huge against this Maverick series because I mean, Shabba, you said it when we were talking about earlier with the Mavs, like most of these guys haven't even made it out the first round, right? So then now, now you're going to face uh, three multiple champ, three multiple time champions. Now you're going to face Steve Kerr, who played for Greg Popovich, was the NBA champion as a player, NBA champion as a coach, just just an extreme amount of experience, extreme amount of accolades, and also who is the best player in the series? I mean, I 
I, I don't. I like my boy Luca, man, but I don't know if he's touching what? SC thirty. What? Hey, look, look, look! I'm talking about I'm Luca talking about is all, the best look, player left in the entire playoffs. <laughs> look, look! This is this is this is this is what I'll say. I think yes, Curry's small and he might get a little targeted on defense. Luca also isn't the greatest defender, but the Warriors have good team defense. They could really help. And I'm not saying the Mavs don't. I'm not saying the Mavs, before you jump on my throat, man. I'm not saying the Mavs don't, but I think the Warriors have a really good system set into place that they've been had for a couple of years of how do you hide Curry and still are able to have a, 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 a relatively a relatively good defense. So when you talk about when you talk about the fact that I think the Warriors have the best player in the series, they have they have experience in this a lot more experience in the in in the series and more than anything shaba i like jalen brunson i like all those guys but i just think that deeper deeper in the playoffs i mean he's like a six foot guard like it 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 gets hard it gets hard when 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 the playoffs gets a little longer and more than anything spencer dinwiddie unfortunately in my opinion if you're asking me to put some money on the line if he's gonna do what he did in game six and game seven again I'm not going to put that money online. Spencer Dinwiddie, I like him. Yes, he made this Mavs team a whole different team, gave him a whole new dynamic, but he cannot consistently do this, man. Game six, like I know you said, I, I know you said that the Mavericks defense was was big, but I think the reason, actually, the, the, the literal X factor, in my opinion, that the Mavs won, not, besides Luka Doncic, we know what Luka does, was Spencer Dinwiddie. If you look at all the games they lost, he way underperformed. But game six, I'm not going to say he overperformed, but 15 points is far better than what he was doing. Game seven, ridiculous, a, a, a ridiculous performance. And I think that when there's Luka, a little bit of Brunson, and then you have a whole nother Spencer Dinwiddie, man, I think that's that's huge. And that could get him over the Warriors, but I, I can't. I can't put my money on that. I can't put my money on Spencer Dinwiddie doing that against the Warriors in the seven-game series with experience and the best player in the series. That's that's how I'm feeling. So I, I think Warriors in five, to be honest. No, just, I'm not even trying to just, Respect, man, but I just think they're just gonna they're, they're gonna they're just gonna out muscle. Well, I think Warriors in five is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the Mavericks, um, the Mavericks, like I said, have a better their defense has been outstanding here in the year twenty twenty two. Listen, this is gonna be a small ball battle. Um, you know, this is gonna be any bigs that the Warriors have. You can go ahead and cancel them out because they're they're gonna have nothing to do in this series. The Mavs are just gonna make them unplayable. Um, Luca is the best player left, not just in the series, but in the entire playoffs. No one can stop him. He just absolutely embarrassed Mikhail Bridges, who's the defensive player of the year. And Luca just scored at least 30 in every single game. Um, you brought up Luca's defense. Luca's actually a solid defender. That one game with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, that's because Luca was playing like crap. He wasn't giving his energy. Um, but Luca, when he wants to, he's a solid player. The Mavs do well hiding him defensively if they have to. Uh, and the Mavs have the best three point shooting defense in the entire league. They literally run guys off okay. of the three point line. They did, did that. The Warriors. The Suns. The Suns. <laughs> the Suns average uh, during the regular season. They average thirty-seven three-pointers uh, a game during the regular season. Here against the Mavs, they average twenty-three. So you know the Mavs are going to take that away from the Warriors, and we all know that the Warriors really rely on the three, and they like that. Um, Draymond Green, he just 
isn't the same. You know, he, he's been a lot better this season compared to previous seasons. Um, but, you know, I don't know. He, he's also uh, off the ball with his um, personality. We know how he likes to rile up not just the crowd, but the refs and, and everyone under the seat, under the roof uh, that he's under. Uh, but, you know, the Mavs, I said this last episode, this is a different Mavs team. Um, Brunson, I think, is going to have a whole – he's going to have um, more success against this Warriors team than against the Suns because the Suns, you know, they have big guys. But like I said, the Mavs are going to take out any big that are in this series – that's in the series here for the Warriors. They're just going to be unplayable. Um, Jordan Poole has been really good. Clay Thompson has been really inconsistent since coming back from injury. I put no blame on him. We all know what a great player he is. He has nothing left to prove. Um, but, you know, he has been a little up and down since coming back from injury. Like I said, don't blame him at all for that. It's really two injuries he's coming back from. So, you know, you got to give the guy some slack. Um, but, yeah, Steph Curry shooting 33%. Really, this whole season, he has not looked like the Steph Curry. That has been one of his worst um, seasons in a while, which <laughs> – you know, this is this season would be like a historic career season for most players, but for Curry, this isn't up to his standards. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that this is going to be really similar to the Suns uh, series for the Mavs. I think that home court is really going to matter here. Um, that's the one thing that does make me nervous. Although I will say that the Mavericks seem to have a better home court than the Warriors now that the Warriors are in San Francisco, but it's still home court advantage for the Warriors. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, um, Oh, well, no. And yeah, Luca, he, he doesn't just score. Remember he gets rebounds. He, um, assists. He's a playmaker. Really. If you take Draymond green out of this series, um, defensively and not look, the mass thing to do, yeah, the Mavs, I know the Mavs are going to give Draymond a whole lot of space. They're going to dare him to shoot the shot because that's what they want. But Draymond, the one thing he does is that he uh, he's a floor general. You know, he tells everyone what to do. And the Warriors are a completely different team when Draymond Green isn't on the floor. Uh, I think if the Mavs can somehow um, cancel out Draymond Green from the series, I think that that right there is probably the answer to our um to the, to our problems here in the series, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go Mavs in six. Um, I don't even think it goes seven. I think this team, Luca, this team, everything is, you know, writing itself perfectly so that they get to the finals. I think it's going to be Mavs Boston. Like I said, Boston and the Mavs are pretty much parallel this whole 20 year, 2022. Uh, they have a really similar story, how they weren't doing well, how they were hovering around 500 and then year 2022 comes around. They both had the best defenses in the league, uh, and they just started winning games. Except Boston, for like 15 of those games, they played teams that, I mean, they were playing teams like Detroit without Cade Cunningham. Uh, so those first like 15 games were really, you know, not as impressive as they seem for Boston. The Mavs actually beat a whole bunch of good teams. One of those being Boston. Um, another one being uh, the Warriors. We beat them three to one in the season series. Um, so the Mavs, you know, I, I have a lot of confidence in this Mavs team. Um, 
I think Jason Kidd has been an outstanding coach. I think he def- definitely deserves praise because going into the season, no one believed in him. And he, I mean, remember this Mavs team is basically the same Mavs team for the last four years. I mean, same starting lineup, basically. Except, except for without Kristaps Porzingis, the problem. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, you know, other than Porzingis, this is the same core pretty much in Luca. Brunson, Kleba, Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, all those guys. And somehow Jason Kidd, I mean, this team was one of the worst defensive teams two years ago. And Jason Kidd turned it around, and now we're, we ended number five in the entire league in this season. So this is a different Mavs team, and I really think that the Mavs are going to the finals. Mavs in six. Doc. <laughs> number too. one. Number one, not only the fact that the Mavericks are here, um, completely shocking. You know, I talked about the Suns. Suns, Suns had had a great season. Um, I, I, I honestly picked them. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't pick the Suns to get out. Thought it was going to be the Suns and Warriors, John. You know this. Pick the Suns in six. So I'm shocked that the Suns, and I'm also shocked that you picked the the Mavericks in this series. Um, but I, I don't get. I understand why because this is a, this is going to be a great series. Um, number one, I feel like it's a it's a tough matchup for the Warriors just because of the threats um, that 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 the Mavericks present, but also because of Luka Doncic. I look at him and I see a guy. It's, I I don't know what defensive plan and mindset the Warriors are going to have um, to guard him, but I do see an opportunity to throw bodies at him. Um, I don't know if switching is the answer, but the Warriors have the ability to do so. Because they have number one, Andrew Wiggins, who I believe is going to start out on him. And, and he's going to be able to – no one's stopping Luka. Let's, let's, let's get that out of our head. He's too good of a player. You're stopping him, slowing him down. I think Andrew Wiggins is a good – if you try to force a switch there, Draymond Green, one of the best – probably the best switchable, most switchable defender in the league, arguably the best defender. Hasn't been playing it through, like it throughout these playoffs, but he has the ability to do so. Throw a body – I think length – and athleticism and physicality bother Luca the most. You have to stay down and contain him, not bite on his fakes, his leaning. He's going to foul blade. Honestly, uh, Luca John knows this. I think he's one of the most annoying players in the league. But he gets it done. The dude's a beast. He's a killer. Um, I, I can't take that away from him. But I think the bodies there, and even Kavon Looney has ability. I think Otto Porter is going to be key. For, for, for the Warriors in this series. Um, Kaminga. He's probable. I don't know about, I don't know if Kaminga's ready, in my opinion. Don't know. The stage might be a little too bright, but I, I see those three guys that they can throw at him. Gary Payton would have been nice, but we know what how to, how to happen to him, FDB. But uh, well, actually, John knows what I was, actually, hold hold on, on, hold on. I, I actually, let me just throw this in real quick. I actually saw something that Steve Kerr said that Gary Payton might actually play. So that's not Oof, off the wow. table. That's scary. I didn't for hear, I, that, yeah. Just, <laughs> just more, more bodies. Payton. If he, if he just more bodies um, frustrated, we've seen Luca fall, fall into getting frustrated by, by defenses. I think the Warriors experienced team like that can frustrate Luca. So I look at this matchup and I see it's going to be a defensive battle, but I just look at, if you're going to talk about defenses, yes, Dallas has been good defensively all season, but John talked about it most. What weapons? What, what are the, who, do, who do the Warriors have? Oh, they have 
arguably one of the best perimeter scorers of all time. And who do the undebatably, Mavs have? Un, undebatably, hold on. You're talking about a two-time MVP, three-time uh, NBA champion. Excuse you. Luca has doesn't have those credentials. He's he's rising. 30s done this. Yeah, Curry had so, like four all-stars hey, on his team. 30s for every done spring. <laughs> he he won an unanimous MVP without um Kevin Durant. So so put some respect on his name. Three but, I, but I will go. I will, I will let me finish here. Um so 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 the Warriors, what the the what they present, the weapons they have, I just don't see who Luca's gonna guard. Stephen Curry has proved throughout these playoffs, yes, he he has been a target defensively in the past but throughout this playoffs we've showed his ability to switch on to guys we've seen him huge stops down the stretch against memphis um he put on some weight he bulked up for this exact reason so guys can't pick on him he's he's not a great defender he's not a bad defender he's just average enough and then i look at the other guys that the warriors i expect them to surround him with we saw them go to get kavan looney a good defender a good rebounder um, I li- think they expect them to go to length and strength with that lineup of Looney, um, uh, Draymond Green, Wiggins, Clay Thompson, and Stephen Curry because they're going to surround Clay and and Steph with defenders. Not sure about Poole and his his time, but I think Otto Porter is going to be a huge factor for them. But I just see that Andrew Wiggins, Luka Doncic, I expect him to be on Andrew Wiggins. I just look look at that as food for Mr. Wiggins. I think if he's not getting his own, own shot and he's not settling, he can also make players plays for others. And they have the best shooters in the world around them. So I just think of that as a determining factor. And I think this will be a six, seven game series, but I'm definitely going to say Warriors in six. Uh, for now, I think the home court advantage is is, uh, is a huge factor. And I did, like I said, I didn't expect the Mavericks um, to be here. I think, I think they, they, they've had a good run. I'm, I don't think the Warriors are taking them lightly that we've seen what they can do against the, uh, a team, the caliber of the Suns. But I think at the end of the day, this experience, um, and, and the best player in the playoffs, in my opinion, Jason Tatum's rising. Luka Doncic is rising. Stephen Curry has had, has had two below average for his standard series. So what better time we seen what he did against Houston the last time he was in this possession. What he do in game six? 32 points in one half. And I'm expecting a big, big Western Conference Finals for Mr. Curry. And I'm expecting the Warriors to get it done in six. Yeah, you're putting all this responsibility on Curry, but Curry hasn't ever won a Finals MVP. He hasn't ever made, you know, big clutch shots in in the Finals or in the Western Conference Finals. He's he hasn't. He's always been not a ghost, but he he hasn't lived up to the Curry esque, you know, uh, pedestal that everyone puts up uh, puts him up on. And you know, I'm right because that's the one of the number one digs towards him. Another thing you brought up, Looney. Let's go ahead and just cancel him out because he's going to be unplayable against the Mavs. The Mavs are going to play strictly small ball, and the Warriors are going to have to match up to the Mavs. Um, gameplay. Uh, Luca is the best player left in the playoffs, not just the series. He's unguardable. No one can stop him. No one, not Draymond, not 
Paul George, not Kawhi. And they don't have to stop them. They and they don't have to bridges. stop them. Hey, Jay, Jay, say hey, it again. Say it again, hey, Jay. Hey, hey, that's fine. Luka, Luka Doncic, can, they don't have to stop him. John said it best. He can go for 40 every game if he wants. He can beat them. They did the same thing with John Morant. And what did they do? They In the three games they played, they blew him out and 30-pieced 30, 30 him back at home, which they have two first games. I expect them to get the first two in the Bay, by the way. Um, and they they blew them out when when they forced Ja to beat them. Okay, you want to beat them? We're gonna take away Jalen Brunson. We're gonna take away um, the the rest of the supporting cast. Um, they're gonna take away Spencer Dinwiddie. They're gonna take away and and say, here, Luca, beat us one on one. Do your thing. Get forty. Get fifty. Try to beat us that way. I expect Luca to to, score, to average thirty five in this series. I'm not denying that, but he's not gonna be able to do that, especially the wear and tear that he's gonna experience. Um, when they attack him on the off, on the on the defensive end, man, I just think it's going to be too much to overcome, and his legs are going to be a little wobbly come game game five, game six, man. Especially well, in the Bay at Chase. Well, we saw the looking sun, too pretty, my G. We saw the Suns trying to attack Luca, and they just got bounced out. And now they're but, in Cancun look, yesterday, so that plan didn't seem to work. But hold on, let me say something real quick, Shaba. Yes, yes, I agree. That plan did not work. But that plan would have worked if the Suns had even just a subpar game. Okay, this I that was our defense. That's no, not no, on them. No, Shabba, That's Shabba, us. Shabba, no, it's Shaba. Devin Booker taking Devin Booker and Chris Paul being the two primary shot makers and together taking 11 shots in the first half is not your defense is him not being aggressive enough. I'm not even saying he's we, hitting, right. Chris like, Paul, Chris Paul couldn't get to the elbow his one shot because we didn't let him get there. That's de- that's our defense. He that's Chris his Paul number one Stephen shot. Curry too. That's his one Chris shot. Paul that's why Stephen he shot Curry, fourteen man. of fourteen <laughs> against the against the Pelicans. Look, look, Shabba, look, look, uh, this look, this is really all I gotta say. Look, the Mavs the take Suns- away the Mavs number one best. Our number one thing on defense is that we run guys off the three point line. Steph, Clay, that's all yours. Number that's your number one tool or weapon offensively, and we're taking that away. Agreed. Agreed. Look, look, it's going to be it's going to be a great series. All I'm saying is the, if the Warriors do what Jay Hill's doing, which is which, 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 what Jay Hill's saying, which is let Luca do his thing. I think it, I, I think that's that the current Luca will get his 40s, will get his 50s. He'll, he'll do his thing. But all I'm saying is I just cannot trust on the rest of these guys to show up. And and and, and like especially against a, a, a Warriors team who is experienced, man. Like, all, all, I'm not talking about the rest of the guys. The top three guys, the guys who are really running the team, come from that experience. So I just can't expect players who haven't been in that haven't been in that situation and who haven't been showing up. If you're gonna trust in Spencer Dewey after two games, okay, that's your choice. But I'm not, and I just can't with all that and experience and just. I think the Warriors are a better team. I think I just to be right. I think the Warriors are just better team than the Mavericks right now. To be honest, the Mavericks just maybe just aren't ready this year. But I think just in general, like they have more. They also have more talent throughout the roster. They know how to. They know how to play better together. That's just what I think, though. Well, you brought up the experienced guys for the Warriors. Dre, who's ever Draymond, who's averaging probably around like four points a game. Curry, who just shot 33%, he's averaging some of his lowest percentages in his career. And Klay Thompson, who's been the picture of inconsistency ever since his injury. So you're putting putting all this confidence on guys who honestly haven't been showing up that much this season. 
Agreed. Wow, they, agreed. they beat I, the Grizzlies, I, I, look, who are a look, young, I, young team without Ja, and then they I beat totally the, Shaba, I don't even remember listen, who they played. Shaba, I, I, I totally, I, freak, I totally freaking agree, Shaba. Yes, they played a Denver Nuggets with nobody. Yes, John Moran got hurt. Yes, I totally agree, Shaba. But all I'm saying is, are you going to trust the guys who maybe aren't having the greatest years of their life, but who's been there before, or the guys who's never even been to the Western Conference Finals? I'm trusting the best player left in the playoffs. And that's who's, who's never been there. Who's never been there. Who's never been there. Look, sometimes this is all I'm going to say. Luka Doncic is a, is a killer. I love Luka Doncic. Jay knows. I talk about him all the time. I think he's going to be the MVP of next season. Cause I think this loss is going to piss him off. He's going to be great. But look, Luke, some people just fall to the occasion sometimes. And I'm not saying Luca has, and he's proven to me that he'll fall to the occasion, but he's never been there. So I can't say he's going to rise to the occasion or he's going to fall to the occasion. And you're asking my prediction. But, my prediction, I've seen Curry there. I've seen Clay there. And yes, I agree. Curry has never had a heroic, crazy finals performance and carried his team and hit a game winner. And yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that point. I think that a lot of people you know, overblow that. But he's been there, though. Clay's been there, though. Dre's been there, though. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I got. Well, but if we go by your logic, there would. if we go by your logic, there'd never be a new champion because there's never going to be a new guy coming up. So that, what, what, that if, 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 what if Luca, if Luca goes to the, if Luca loses this year, comes back next year. Now he has experience. Now, when, now we're talking about Luca in the Western conference finals. Now I feel more comfortable taking him because now he has experience. Now he's been there before. Now he knows what it's like to lose on a, in, a, in a Western conference final. Right. Right. But Luca had never been to the second round and he just sent the best team in the NBA I just told dog. I just told game sevens. Anything can happen. Do would would you or would you not agree that that was an uncharacteristic game for the Suns? Was sure, but it was also us. And it was a game seven. Sun sucking. Yes, yes, agreed, agreed. It it was it was the Sun sucking and the Mavs having a great game. (laughs) I can't rely on the Mavs having a great game and the Warriors sucking for seven games. That's all I'm saying. It's it's an anomaly. It's yes, an anomaly. I, same, I same as, yes. as, as same as we saw in Game Five, the Warriors getting blown out at, at, on the road in Memphis. As the same as the as the Suns getting blown out at home in Game Seven. Uh, those those things that happened at the worst, op, most opportune inopportune time for for the Suns and Devin Booker having, like I said earlier, one of the worst games. Of, but if they play that game set that nine times out of 10, I, I probably eight times out of 10, I'm probably taking the Suns. As much as I s- talked about it earlier, I'm taking the Suns in that game. Luca played like a killer. And, 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 and like I said, they had no answer. The Suns had no answer to, to that, to those punches um, from the Mavericks early. When, when expecting that performance, are you rely? Are you truly relying? I know you're a Mavericks fan, but I'm not even going to say that you truly relying on Spencer Dinwiddie to perform like that for seven games or however long this series goes consistently. And if you're, you say, if you say yes, man, I, you're just lying to yourself because he hasn't proven throughout these playoffs, Stephen Curry, he, he he's, he's, he's more likely to step up than Spencer Dinwiddie. It's Clay Thompson, more likely to step on, on uh, than, than Spencer Dinwiddie. Jordan Poole, more likely, he, although he has been inconsistent, Throughout this, the, these playoffs, John knows it. I know he's been inconsistent, but I expect probably a, two big games from him to start out this series. I can't say the same for Spencer Dinwiddie or even Jalen Brunson for that matter. I don't know why you're putting so much weight on Spencer Dinwiddie. No one on the Mavs is 
relying on him for anything. Those uh, are the second and third uh, options, right? For, he was the reason you guys won this series. He he was the reason you guys won game six and the reason you guys won game seven. What are you yeah, talking about? Jalen Brunson and, and Spencer different guys show up, options. show up. It doesn't mean that we're relying on Spencer. D- Spencer Dinwiddie's on a, so, on a juice. Climb, I'm saying Jalen so no Brunson too. Expect- yeah, I expect Jalen Brunson to do just fine. I actually think he's going to do really well against the Warriors. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not relying on Spencer Dinwiddie to have big games. I'm relying on everyone else to do their part, just like we've been doing all season, which is why we're here. I don't know why you guys are acting like we expect Spencer Dinwiddie to be Luka Doncic because that's not happening. Not even that. I'm just asking not for 15, that. 20 yeah. points. That's all I'm asking because because in all the other games, he didn't do it. What's up, family? I hope you guys enjoy that episode. Unfortunately, at the end there, we had some technical difficulties and uh, couldn't get couldn't get the outro in there, man. But we had already talked about all the series. We had already uh, did did a whole recap and preview on everything, man. So I hope you guys love this episode, man. Stay tuned for more episodes, more playoff coverage. You know, Clutch Talk bringing that heat, baby. And one more time, man, shout out our guy Shaba from the Big Shot Pod. Make sure you go check him out. Go show him some love, man. Everything will be in the description down below. But that's it. We out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. Peace.